This is Steve Center, a lonely guy with a book, and this is the podcast where we discuss short, spoiler-free book reviews to try to help listeners find their next great read. Today, we'll be reviewing Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, a nearly 800-page debut novel by Susanna Clark, published in 2004. This is historical fiction in the last podcast where we reviewed Death in a Blackout. We talked about historical fiction, and that took place in World War II. This is going to be a different time frame. It's 19th century England. So we can think about a few of the particulars about that time frame, one of which would be the lack of technology. And this book is going to talk about magic. We've got two real magicians, Jonathan Strange and his teacher, Mr. Norrell. And we're going to find that through their magic, they're able to produce some of the same things that we would today expect technology to provide for us. And yet there are going to be other things that they're going to provide that did not, they're beyond anything we would even, uh, roads popping up out of nowhere, for instance. First, let me say that this is a fun book. It is long. If someone is a, has an aversion to long books, I really want to give a couple things that help me if I, when I'm reading something that I think is going to have a lot of detail or is going to have a lot to remember. And the first thing I do is I just, as I'm reading, make a list and oftentimes just on a note card of characters as they come up. That really helps me because then I'm not having to go back and forth to see who this person or that person was. Typically, we wouldn't have a too difficult a time remembering the main characters, but you know, some of those side characters, when you read about them and then they pop up again 500 pages later, you know, who was that? So that that's probably the, the thing that helps me the most as far as keeping things straight. I also then will, on usually the same note card, I'll just make a little point of, like I'll say, you know, uh, this was their first meeting. Something, you know, a very generic sentence, but something that, because I don't find that I really need a summary of what I've read, a sentence or two really helps to jog my memory. If we start reading, we'll, we, we will remember who everybody is, but then we will have wasted time, you know, as we're reading and then we say, oh, that's right. That's who this person is. Well, now we're, we, we're not wasting that time. I think it helps us to remember more going forward. And there's just a couple of hints when you're dealing with a long book that's certainly going to take um, more than a sitting or two. You know, when you're talking about an eight, nearly 800 page book, now that's something that could take several weeks. This could, you know, a book this long could be the type that somebody might walk away from. Now, I will say that this is a very fun book and there's a lot happening and it's not, it doesn't feel plotting. There are other really long books, lengthy, lengthy novels. One that comes to mind is Anna Karina, which I really enjoyed. There are big sections that really don't need to be there. Les Miserables was probably an even better example, 1,400 or so hundred pages. And it, if it had a, a modern editor, it would have been 600 and and really would have been much, much better. We are talking about two main characters, Mr. Norrell. He is referred to as a practical magician. Now, this is a, during a time where uh, there is no magic. We're not talking about magicians' tricks, card tricks, and we're talking about actual magic. He is the first, what we again, we call practical magician in a very long time. This causes a 
big revolution uh, in England as far as how people think about magic and the role that they expect magicians to play. And he is introduced to a young man, Jonathan Strange, and Jonathan will also become a practical magician and he will be the student of Mr. Norrell's. A summary for the book, magic once existed in England and has returned with two men, Gilbert Norrell and Jonathan Strange. Centered on the relationship between these two men, the novel investigates the nature of Englishness and the boundaries between reason and unreason, Anglo-Saxon and Anglo-Dane, and Northern and Southern English, and their cultural tropes slash stereotypes. It has been described as a fantasy novel, an alternative history, and a historical novel. One of the things that I think uh, kept me from getting more out of the book is that not being from England, I'm certain there were references and discussions within the book that I I didn't probably understand as well as I could have. So this leads to kind of a third point. You know, if I said the first way to, to deal with a long book is to, you know, make notes of characters and then the second is to make notes of events. Uh, the third is that it can be very useful to get something like scrib notes. I like schmoops.com, which is a great uh, website. I didn't use it for this book because I didn't find it difficult to understand. But as I was preparing for the podcast, I realized that I there were things I had missed. It's actually made me think that I want to go back and read it again. Mr. Norrell is a success. Again, we called him a practical magician. It, it means that he uses magic to, to solve problems, to deal with things that are going on. While there were lots of theoretical magicians, and they just kind of all stood around talking about what magic would be like if it was actually used that's a little odd it's hard for me to imagine uh that gaining much traction but again in our novel that was a a really big movement that mr norrell essentially wipes out in one very impressive display of his magic and in fact the government actually contracts him to help uh, England during the Napoleonic Wars and magic becomes legitimized. Now, Jonathan Strange, he is traveling to London. He wants to meet Norrell. When they first meet, they have this weird argument about the Raven King and how important he is. And again, the scene is very interesting and very dramatic. Again, I have wondered as I've been preparing for this, if perhaps I should have taken a moment and done a little research on the, on the Raven King. Would that have impacted the way that I appreciated the book? Strange becomes Norrell's student. He also gets used by the government. But Mr. Norrell is purposely is holding back things that he doesn't think Jonathan Strange either can handle or it's not safe for him to have those. As the book progresses, Jonathan Strange becomes very critical of his mentor and it's interesting because we see this kind of coming out from the shadow. Being critical of the person who's taught you is not a shocking event. Prentice at some point might feel like they have to take on the master. His son might feel like he has to challenge his father. How satisfying was the ending? This is probably the best ending of any book I've reviewed so far. Granted, that's only five of them. I don't feel like I can give even a hint about what it was like and how it resolved because 
I genuinely don't want to give anything away. I, I This is one where you should look forward to the ending, you should anticipate it, and you won't be disappointed. What's the overall rating for this book? I gave it five stars. It's number 98 on my top 100. If I could wave my magic wand, each one of us would, each of you would go get a copy of Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, and I think you would really enjoy that journey. Thank you very much. This is Steve Center, Lonely Guy with a Book.